So, it's hump day. Got a nice little, got a nice little summer, little summer drizzle out here. Making it nice and cool. Dyed my beard yesterday. Put my young face on for you niggas. And I don't have to do that. You know that? I really don't have to do that. Because I don't really give a damn that much about my gray. But I do it just to prove a point. I do it just to prove a point. I do it to prove that the only reason Negroes come in here calling me old is because of the gray in the beard. It's not because my face looks old. It's not because I look like I'm an old motherfucker. It's just the gray. That's it. You feel me? But happy Wednesday to everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Happy um Happy Wednesday everybody. I had a really I had a dream that kind of fucked me up a little bit. Kind of messed me up. I'll tell you guys about it in a second. But um Y'all already know how we do. You can support the channel by hitting me up on Cash App. Dollar sign, the angry man. Or if you have a question that you want read out loud, you feel what I'm saying? If you have a question you want read out loud, put that in the super chat. If you have a statement you want read out loud, put that in the super chat. It's greatly appreciated. Or if you just want to support, you know, you can either hit Cash App or the super chat. U.S. Michael Harrell, appreciate you, bruh. Um, if I do an Angry Man show tonight, I'll drop a bomb for you. But I had a really... I had a dream that kind of messed me up. Now, for those of you that don't know my background or my history, you know, even though I know both my mother and my father, I was raised by my grandmother. Right. Um, my mother and father were married at a very early age. My pops was 21. My mother was 18. Um, my mother had me at first, and then my father got custody of me. He was in the military at the time. Um, I was with him for a while, up until about two years old or something like that. Around that time, my grandmother started watching me. And I pretty much been with my grandmother ever since. Um, even when I was a baby, my grandmother would watch me a lot. So I pretty much was around her all of my life. Like my grandmother, you know, was like my de facto mother, you know. And, um, you know, she passed away towards the beginning of last year, right? She had made it to like, 
either 94 years old, 94 or 95, something like that. She had made it. She had made it. She was up there. She she almost she almost made it to a hundred. You know what I'm saying? And um. Every time somebody that has been close to me passed away, I would always have a really lucid dream about them. Always. Like, I would always have a really, really lucid dream about them. You know what I'm saying? Um... I had one, but it's only with people that are really, really close to me, like really close to me. Like when my uncle passed away some years back, I remember having a dream about him. And my uncle passed away before I had any children. But I remember having a dream that my car was broke down and my uncle and my father was helping me fix the car. And, but I had my kids with me. So this was the reason I knew it was a dream. I, I knew it was a dream in the dream because he passed away before my children were born. So how, you know, he had my second son sitting on his lap, you know what I'm saying? He was playing with him or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know how your uncles bounce you on the knee or whatever. And it was so freaking real. It was so real, you know? Then, my homeboy, the one that gave me the name, the angry man, when he passed away, I hadn't had a dream about him and I wondered why. And then one day I had a dream. I was sitting in the back of his truck because he used to have a driving service. He had like a suburban or whatever. And he was in the passenger seat and he was having a conversation with me. I can't remember the conversation, but it was, it was surreal, you know? But last night, Last night I had a dream about my grandmother. Really, it wasn't really a dream about her at first. It was kind of weird because I was in, we were going somewhere. It was me and my girl. She was driving. I was in the, I was in the passenger seat. And we were driving, we were driving through, we were driving through the city. We were driving through New York, right? In some kind of way, um, we passed by my grandmother's house. Now, my grandmother's house is in Virginia. So how is it, you know, and now that I think about it, you know, my grandmother was always back and forth from Virginia to New York, so that's maybe where that connection came in. But we're driving through New York, and at some point we passed by my grandmother's house, and I look out the window, and I look out the window of the car, and, and there's all these cars in my grandmother's driveway. Now, my grandmother, you know, I know in my mind that my grandmother has passed away and nobody's really living at the house. The land is just there. The house is just there. It's still in our family, but nobody's really living in it, right? So, I see all of these cars and... I say to, you know, I say to my girl, like, who, who is all of them people? Pull, pull in there, right? So we pull in there, and it's all of my family, right? It's my father, um, you know, my cousins, it's everybody, right? And I'm like, oh, they must be having a get-together um, at Grandma's house, right? 
And so I get out of the car and I walk into the house and my grandmother is standing right there in the house. Now keep in mind, in the dream she's supposed to be, in the dream it, it's, it's in the time frame where she's no longer here. So I'm not expecting her to be in there, right? So I walk in there and she's in there and she speaks to me like she always does when I, you know, when I show up unannounced. Like after I became an adult, I would just pop up at my grandmother's house and, you know, she'd see me, she'd be so happy to see me. And like she was smiling and the crazy thing about it is my grandmother has like a, she has like this really chocolate, like really chocolatey skin, right? Like real, like this, not, not, not dark chocolate, but like this deep chocolate, right? And like her skin was like fucking, it was glowing. Like it was literally glowing. And it was the strangest thing because I woke up, or at least I thought I woke up. I was still in the dream. I woke up and I was in my bed and I just broke down. Like I'm, I'm talking about broke down, broke down, like, like tears and everything, right? And then I fucking, and then I woke up again. I woke up again and I really was in my bed and I really was awake. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was, it was bugged out. It was surreal. But me personally, and this is just my personal opinion. I'm going to dive into the rabbit hole real quick before I get into this, this main topic. Um, this is my personal belief about that. I think when we're asleep and we go into that deep REM sleep, I don't think that's a dream. I genuinely don't. Now you got a lot of people that talk about astral planes and, and, and out of body experiences and things of that nature. You know, I'm not gonna dive into that rabbit hole. I'm gonna keep it very simple. Me personally, I believe that people who have passed on or whatever, who have died or whatever, I believe that's how they communicate with you. I believe that's how they talk to you. You feel what I'm saying? I genuinely believe that. And the only reason I believe that is because every single time somebody who has, you know, passed away that was really close to me, I always have some sort of dream like that. You know what I'm saying? I always have some sort of dream like that. And it gives me hope. It gives me hope that there actually is something beyond just this. You know what I'm saying? Because if if this is all there is, like, that would be a huge disappointment. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know, that shit bugged me out. Chad Hill said, peace, my brother, and much respect. I would love to see a video on your thoughts on the military you have briefly talked about it in on some of your videos the army did great things for me and career in aerospace well 
I can't really see the only thing about me doing a video about the military I can't really speak at great length on the military <clears throat> unfortunately because I haven't I've never been in the military um all I can tell you is my experiences from um excuse me all I can tell you is the experiences that my family members who were in the military have told me um but I try not to go, I try not to speak on the military because, you know, we got Cerulean and Grinch for that. You know what I'm saying? They they can speak on the military with much more um, detail. Now, if you want to know what my opinion is, if you'd like to know what my opinion is on whether or not um, young men should go in the military, um, I think they should. I think they should. I actually, um, I can actually say I regret not going into the military. Um, if I had went into the military uh, right about now, I'd probably already be a homeowner. I'd probably already have a house. Um, I definitely would have used the money that they gave me to get a, um, to get a, uh, uh, oh, what's going on, Kendra? Um, I would have definitely used the money to go and get a degree. And, and, you know, right now, in this day and age, you know, any guy that reaches 18 going into the military is a good thing because it's one of the ways that you can tap into the wealth of this country it's one of the ways that you can get some benefits in this country you know that's that's one of my that's one of my regrets is the fact that I didn't go into the military when I was younger you know what I'm saying but Oh yeah, I saw Kendra and let me speak on this too. Let me speak on this before I go into the, the, the conversation. The reason why the reason why women advocate for equality so hard. Like like cause you notice women go hard in the paint when it comes to the whole concept of equality. Um appreciate you, dog power. I'm gonna break down for you guys why that is. Because this is a very, it's a very simple, um, it's a very simple concept. They try to cloak it in all types of morality and, and all these other things, and that's not even what it is. It's, it's not even what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, as far as the military, I think I think it's a great benefit to young men. I think it's a great benefit to young men. I I've seen a lot of dudes. You know that it went into the military they might have had some tough times when they first get out of the military but they always end up in a better position than most people and the reason why is because you know all of the things that they learn in the military actually is of benefit to them they learn structure they learn discipline they learn hierarchical order you understand those those things are very important and unfortunately that's really one of the only places that black men in this day and age can get any of that structure. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not getting it at home. They're not getting they're not getting um hierarchical order, they're not getting discipline, they're not getting structure, they're not getting any of that. You feel what I'm saying? Chad Hill said, Thank you, my brother, for your thoughts. No doubt. Appreciate you. But um let me speak on this black order thing real quick. 
because there's an individual and I'm not speaking, I'm not speaking to defend Kendra. Kendra is fully capable of defending herself. What she said in her video was 100% correct. Kendra don't need me to address anybody. She don't need Grinch. She don't need BGS. She don't need Cerulean. She don't need none of us. Kendra, Kendra is a force to be reckoned with in her own right. In fact, everybody in the black order is a force to be reckoned with in their own right. That's why they're the black order. Like I picked that name for a very specific reason. I picked that name for a few reasons. On the one hand, it's a symbol for black order. In other words, black people that have some order, that have some structure, that have some sort of hierarchy, that have some sort of um, intelligence. You feel what I'm saying? That's one reason that I picked the name. The other reason that I picked the name is because it's meant to be a, uh, uh, it's meant to be, it's meant to parallel the Black Order from Mar the Marvel um, comic universe, right? I call myself Thanos and the other people in the Black Order, they have their own little nicknames we used to use quite a bit. But if you know anything about the Black Order in the comics, each one of them was a problem by themselves. Corvus Glaive was a problem by himself. You feel what I'm saying? A, 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 a master tactician. You understand? Couldn't even be killed unless you destroyed his staff. So immortal. You understand? Super giant. Uh, 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 Proxima Midnight. The Ebony Maw. Black Dwarf. All of them was forces by itself. You feel what I'm saying? All of them. All of them was forces by themselves. The Ebony Maw was a force because of his words. He could, he could, he could, he could use his words like a sword. He could use his words to, 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 you know, engage any situation and bend that situation to his will. That's why we call Cerulean the Gray Maw. Cerulean Gray is the Gray Maw because his words are just, you know what I'm saying? You can't fuck with him. You feel me? Um, we call Grinch Black Dwarf or, you know, in the movie they call that character Cull Obsidian. It's the real big dude because he come in like a force. You feel what I'm saying? You can't do nothing with him. You feel me? Kendra is a uh, super giant, which have like these, these uh, her abilities is like just... Go check out the comics and you'll see why I picked those names. The point that I'm trying to make is that each one of us can hold our own by ourselves. Point blank, period. Now, if you happen to catch us all together at one time on a panel, you, you're not going to win. So you can just hang it the fuck up. You're not going to win. You understand what I'm saying? You're not going to win. 
You feel me? Like real shit. If you catch us all in in one setting, you feel what I'm saying? You're not going to win. And most people don't even realize why that is. It's because we don't... We, this is not the only time we engage with each other. You feel what I'm saying? This is not the only time we engage with each other. We don't we don't just we don't just engage with each other um here on live streams. You understand? We actually speak to one another. In fact, we talk to, we talk to each other <coughs> we talk to each other more behind the scenes than we do on the actual live stream. Either through text message, either through text message or through the voice chat in the Discord server. So that's why we are so coordinated. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's why we're so coordinated. That's why we we have such a strong rapport for one another. That's why we're the strongest team in this sector. You feel what I'm saying? But Anyway, to get to to get to the topic at hand, I gotta go to the freaking witch code today too. So, one of the main things that we see all day, every day in this day and age, right? Yeah, it's raining out here. One of the main things we see all day, every day in this day and age is the fight for equality, right? The fight for equality and the 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 whole thing about everything should be equal everything should be equal now why do you think in this day and age why do you think women would like for everything to be equal even though it's almost impossible to do that not not because of want not because of want you feel what I'm saying? But just because the simple fact that it's it, it 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 involves so many different moving parts. Life involves too many moving parts to be able to just blanket say that everybody should be equal. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's too it's too difficult. You have individuals walking around, every individual. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. Now people are arguing that we should be equal because really there are there aren't really that many differences between men and women. And biologically, you're right. There aren't really a lot of differences, right? The biggest differences are 
the woman's ability to have a baby and the man's lack of ability to have a baby, right? That's one of the biggest differences. But this is what you don't get. This is what you don't understand. If you took all of us human beings, for the most part, we all have most of the same parts physically. So physically, Philip Dunn, he said, passing the collection plate. Appreciate you, bro. This Negro has rolled by here at least three or four times on this damn Dodge Charger, man. He's getting on my fucking nerves. But, um, we have, you know, you look at man and woman, you look at us, you look at the anatomy of man and woman. There are very few differences. There are very few differences. We all, you know, if you look at our physical brain, we all have the same physical brain, unless, you know, uh, barring any deformities or anything like that. But what is it that really makes us different? If you take two dead bodies in the morgue, male and female, you're not really gonna see that much difference. Especially when you start to dissect them and you look at their organs and you look at, um, you know, what makes them tick. But is it our organs that make us tick? Is it our brain that make us tick? See, there's another thing that we kind of discount. We truly don't know what animates all of this. We don't. We don't. We've tried to. We've tried to understand it, but we don't. We don't, because if we did, if we knew what made all of this, if we knew how to animate all of this, you feel what I'm saying? We would be able to uh, transcend death. We would be able to transcend the physical death if we knew what animated all of this. If we knew how to, you know, uh, uh, bring all of this back to life. You feel what I'm saying? Which is what the, the, the book, uh, I forgot who wrote it, but the book Frankenstein was about. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you do reanimate it, there's the, there's, therein lies the question. If you are able to take a body that's been dead for a while and reanimate it, you understand what I'm saying? Does it retain its soul or what we call the soul? Because, you know, this is when it gets into the philosophical debate about what a man is or what a woman is. There's two things in the body that we cannot account for with science. The mind and the soul. The mind and the soul or spirit, whatever you want to call it. You have a brain, but you also have a mind. The brain is just like everybody else's brain that's walking around out here. The mind is what separates it. The mind, the ego, what makes you an individual. That's what separates it. So when you start looking at the mind and how a male mind works compared to how a female mind works, then all of a sudden you start to see huge differences. Now, if we didn't see those differences, why would men rise to be the more dominant of the two sexes? You understand? Why would that happen? Why would that occur if there wasn't really that much difference? If there wasn't really that much difference, why does it seem that, why does it seem like men are 
way more logical or are dominated by logic you know what I'm saying and and much less so when it comes to emotions so why is it on the flip side of it women are dominated more by emotions but less so when it comes to analytical thinking things of that nature now here's the problem with this debate the problem is we're so arrogant as human beings that we pretend that we know best. We pretend that the thing that has been working for us for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years, is wrong. I mean, just think about that for a second. You have people right now that haven't even been alive a hundred years Yet, they propose that we take the entire structure, our entire social structure that has been around for a very long time, and then we turn it on our heads. We turn it on its head. We, we, change, it, we change it to something else, right? Now, just think about that for a second. Just think about that for a second. How, how, how can we propose to change the very nature of us? Now, I've seen a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of debates, right? I've seen a lot of discussions. Quite a bit. My bad, y'all. Somebody's. I've seen a lot of discussions about this topic. Now, this is what I always notice about this topic. If you look up videos, if you, because, you know, nowadays, nowadays in colleges, they have what is called gender studies. Me personally, I believe that, and this is just my personal opinion, I believe that they should completely take gender studies out of universities. I think they should take gender studies out of universities, altogether. Just take that shit out of universities. Universities Universities, in my personal opinion, because, you know, in my, in my opinion, I believe that gender studies, you don't need that because you already have philosophy. You, you see what I mean? You already have philosophy. And in my opinion, the difference between gender studies and philosophy is when you, when you, when you go to college and you take philosophy you, you take philosophy right you learn all of these different schools of thought all of these different philosophical debates but at no point in time as far as I know does someone take a, 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 a philosophy and then try to turn it into legislation now I could be wrong I could be wrong I could be wrong but 
with gender studies. See, philosophy, philosophy is treated like, okay, you can either sub subscribe to that philosophy or not. No one's going to force it down your throat. Okay? If someone has a philosophy, they will argue the points of their philosophy and then they leave it up to you as to whether you would subscribe to it or wouldn't subscribe to it. Now, what I notice about gender studies is gender studies proposes to force everyone to subscribe to its ideology. You feel me? Because gender studies is where we start to get, you know, and most people are like, well, gender studies is just studying, you know, the, the, uh, the way genders is this, that. Is it really? Is it really or has it become... Has it become, in my opinion, I feel like gender studies has become a tool to dismantle the gender roles. Because what they're doing is they're, they're raising these arguments and these debates saying that, uh, you know, gender is just a social construct. Okay, this is why they're trying to come with the argument that there's really no differences between men and women. Thank God that only one of the one of the sexes has the ability to create babies because excuse me, only one of the sexes has the ability to give birth to babies because if it wasn't for that, they would have been gotten rid they would have been gotten rid of all of the concept of two separate sexes, right? That's the one thing that they cannot dispute. But they try. They try their best to dispute that shit. You feel what I'm saying? But this is why they're coming with the argument that there really isn't that much difference between men and women. You feel what I'm saying? There really isn't that much difference. Why? Because if they can do that, if they can erase the line between the genders, and by the way, I don't know if you notice or not, but just them, uh, uh, just them trying to erase that line, it's already affecting our society in a very bad way, in a very bad way. Now, most of the people that advocate for it, they really don't care because they're getting what they want at the moment. They're not looking at how this is going to affect us in the long run. Me personally, I believe it's the beginning of the destruction of the human race. But that's just my personal opinion. I believe that this shit will have ramifications that will reverberate through history. Appreciate that Renaissance woman. What's going on? I believe this will have ramifications that will reverberate through history and will ultimately cause the destruction of the human race if we don't cut the shit out. If we don't cut it out. Now, like I said before, the, the you know, a lot of the individuals, and you know who I'm talking about, a lot of the individuals who advocate for it, they don't really care about the ramifications. They just care about the here and now. And what is the here and now? What is it that they're trying to do? What is it they're trying to do? Well, if you look at 
hierarchical order, right? Hierarchical order. Ever since the beginning of time, there has been hierarchies. I talk about this all the time on my channel. I talk about rank and file. Right now, the reason why the family unit is falling apart is because one, we are playing with the gender roles. That's one. Two, the social contract has been broken completely. It has been decimated. Not only has it been decimated, but you have motherfuckers advocating that the social contract was never uh, effective anyway, right? So, then, in addition to the gender roles being played with, in addition to the uh, social contract being broken, on top of that, we are completely ignoring the hierarchical order of the family unit. Now, what is this hierarchy? What has it always been? Well, in history, they've always used religion to regulate it. They've always used religion to regulate it. Regardless of what religion that you subscribe to, most of the major religious systems has always put the hierarchy like this. God, man, woman, child. Now, despite the fact that we've never been perfect, the concept of man, of God, man, woman, and child has served us well. It has served us well, whether you want to believe it or not. Now, Most people, because we live in a day and age, we, we, we're coming to a day and age of godlessness. Okay? Now, for those of us who are intellectuals, we don't necessarily need a system of religion to regulate our behavior. Because we can use common sense, logic, and intelligence in order to function in a civilized sort of society. But the problem is, like I've always stated, we all live in a, in a bell curve. Some of us are going to be ahead of the curve. Some of us are going to be behind the curve. Most of us are right there in the middle of that bell curve. Now, those of us that are in the middle of that bell curve, we need some sort of system a higher power, if you will, to scare the shit out of us, to keep us in check. Nowadays, the reason you see all of this shit going off the rails and you see everybody scrambling and doing all of this weird shit is because there is no system that everybody believes in that scares them enough to regulate their behavior. Now, me personally, I believe that somebody get that person out of here please thank you very much me personally this is what i believe and i say belief because i can't prove it all right i say believe because i can't prove it what i believe is back in the day <clears throat> the wise elders knew that 
humankind, left to its own devices, would destroy itself. So, in order to avoid that, these elders, whether they be man or God, gave us these systems, gave us a system to live by. Okay? Gave us a system to live by. And this system gave us a set of rules to adhere to. Now, the penalty for breaking those rules would be some sort of punishment, some sort of being condemned or something like that. The, uh, um, the reward for adhering to those rules, you feel what I'm saying, would be some sort of, um, you know, paradise, some sort of something, okay? It's just like, look, when you were in kindergarten, they would tell us little stories. They would tell us what we call fables or whatever. And the fables all had lessons in them. You know what I'm saying? Goldilocks and the Three Bears was a lesson. Okay? Goldilocks and the Three Bears was a lesson. A lesson basically on... Um, in my personal opinion, I believe it was about gluttony. Um... The little boy who cried wolf. That was a lesson into not lying. Right? Um, and there were other numerous lessons that we were taught in order to teach us some sort of system of being civilized. You understand what I'm saying? Some sort of system of this is how you behave. This is how you act. This is how you function. Now... Why would they have to do that in kindergarten and in schools? Because if, if, you, if, if the children are in households that do not adhere to a religious system or their parents don't have values and, and things to teach them, then you'll end up with people who grow up to be lawless people, right? You end up with people who grow up that have no bearing in life. You understand what I'm saying? They have no true north. This is why I don't shit on people who have certain types of religions that they believe in because for most people, that is their north star. That is their, that is their bearing, okay? That is how they navigate through the world. It is, it's the teachings of Islam that help Muslims navigate through the world. It's the teachings of Christianity that help Christians navigate through the world. It's the teachings of Buddhism that help Buddhists navigate the world. It's the teachings of Taoism that help Taoists navigate through the world. Um, it's the teachings of Hinduism that help Hindus navigate through the world and so on and so forth and on and on and on. Now, me personally, I believe every last one of these religions, these religious systems have been derived from, from one system back in the day that was created for the entire purpose to civilize us out of a barbaric state, okay? Now, in this day and age, you have people shedding the, the, the traditional religions. You have people pushing that off. The only problem is they pushed it off 
and they're not replacing it with anything. What they're doing is they're shedding off all of the old religions and shedding off all of the old systems and everything that we've known to be true and they're coming up with their own shit in their head and this is occurring in the one place that it should not be occurring which is universities, a place of higher learning. Because if you are in a university, you should be leaning on the knowledge and wisdom of your ancestors to understand why they do those things. Now, if you look back at our ancestors and you say to yourself, well, wait a minute, a lot of these religions, they did some things that were barbaric. Okay, then guess what? You, you, you eat the meat and you spit out the bones. You say, okay, I'm not going to engage in the barbaric part of that religion. I'm only going to use the, the principles and the values of that system that will cause me to be able to live a civilized life. But they're not doing that. What they're doing in classes like gender studies in these universities is they're taking everything that we know to be true and they're turning it on its head. They are experimenting with life and they are being allowed to uh, uh, um, put those experiments into legislation. Okay? They are being allowed to put those experiments in. We look. We are moving towards a more barbaric state. It's just being hidden and cloaked in gender politics. It's being hidden and cloaked in the pursuit of equality. Okay? Now they will tell you that you know, the, the, the systems that we have and the hierarchical order that we have is not something that is natural. It is something that has been taught in order to give some people an advantage and give other people a disadvantage. I disagree with that. The reason why I disagree with that is because of the simple fact that just like last, uh, just like yesterday when I told you, you look around and there's a such thing as universal knowledge. You look around, there's a such thing as universal knowledge. You look around and you see everything displaying itself. Now, is there a hierarchical order in nature? Yes. Yes, absolutely so. You look at every animal on the planet, it has a hierarchy. Okay? Every animal on the planet has a hierarchy. It has some sort of gender role. It has some sort of... Uh, uh, purpose you understand and this is where we get to why women advocate for equality so much okay the reason why women advocate for equality so much is because they do not like their position in the fucking hierarchy that's all the fuck it is. That is all this shit boils down to. Like, I'm sitting back watching all of this shit play out. And the funny thing to me is you'll have all of these, you'll have these meeting of the minds. All of these PhD uh, scholars and all of these uh, uh, news pundits and all of these talking heads. And they will literally sit around a fucking table and discuss all of this shit. 
and go into the intricacies of it and all of this bullshit and nobody ever calls it out. Nobody ever fucking calls it out. Nobody ever says, look, because when you watch these discussions, who are the ones who are advocating for the hierarchy and who are the ones that are advocating against it? It's always men that are advocating for the structure that has served us well for hundreds of thousands of years. And it is always women who want to throw that structure away and come up with some new structure that hasn't even been fucking tested. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? And the, the fucked up part is there are men who are in power. They're allowing it. And they don't even realize you are playing with fucking fire. You are playing with the bios of life. Okay? Anybody that knows anything about computer programming, every computer has a BIOS. If you start playing with that code and fucking with that shit, that computer is going to fucking crash. Plain and simple. Plain and fucking simple. The reason why that computer has that BIOS is because through time we have created, we started out with something small. We started out with a small computer, right? We're not a small computer, but we started out with a basic computer. Appreciate you, um... T13, T193U. We started with a basic computer. And over time, we've added to it. We've added to, to it through trial and error until we end up with this awesome computer that runs properly. And basically, what these individuals want to do is they want to say, ah, oh, forget that computer. Let's start over from scratch. But they want to start over from scratch, not in the organic way where you start with something basic and then you build it into something complex. No, they want to toss away this complex system we have and they want to replace it with a new complex system that has not been tested. You understand? They want to replace it with a new, very complex system that has not been tested. And this is why they have all of these problems. This is why all of these lines of code that they are creating are failing. This is why you see so much disarray. This is why you see so much going on right now with all of this shit. You understand what I'm saying? Because you think about it like this. You, you, look, at the, you look at the trans community, right? Now, the trans community will say, doesn't matter what I was born as, if I feel I'm this, this is what you should refer to me as. Well, if that's the case, then why call yourself trans? If you, if you feel in your mind, because I'm just going based off of what they say, if you feel in your mind that you're this gender, why not just refer to yourself as that gender? Why would you put something else on it? You see what I mean? But here's the problem. With playing with the genders and playing with all of these things. Life put things in place for a reason. This thing that we call life, we have not mastered it. We haven't. And, and it, is, it is our arrogance. It is our foolhardy arrogance that we think we've mastered it. We haven't mastered it. 
not to the degree that we can start dissecting it and trying to change it to suit our own individual wants. We haven't. What, what would happen right now if every creature on this planet had a temporal lobe? If every creature on this planet could think the way that human beings think. Like human beings have risen to the top of the food chain because of the, the temporal lobe. But now that, now that we, because we have a different brain, right? But now that we have this different brain, we've become so smart that we're stupid. We've become so, have you ever seen somebody, have you ever seen somebody that was a fucking genius? Like a, a pure genius, like they could understand so many things and so much, so, so many concepts or whatever. But when it comes to them functioning in regular society with the rest of everybody, that is the most difficult thing for them to do. Have you ever noticed that? Marquise Bowden said, I'm going through something similar in my marriage. If you're in a relationship and a man is more educated, the lady will undermine the man just to justify her contribution. It, it decimates the home. Facts. But have you noticed that? Have you, know, have you ever, I know every last one of you have seen people that are so, that are book smart, but they lack common sense. Because it's a trade-off, you know. Obsidian always talks about trade-offs, right? Jay Jermaine said, in the world of do as thou will, you are spot on with what you're spitting today. Keep breaking atoms, homie. Appreciate you, fam. But what do you notice about that? There's this trade-offs for everything. So if you become super smart, right? super smart like super intelligent what you'll notice is that the guys that are super intelligent they have difficulty getting girlfriends they have difficulty functioning in regular society you understand and what do you notice about people who are social butterflies people who are social bu butterflies don't usually display a, a excessive amount of intellect. You you understand what I'm saying? So what you what you what you don't realize is that we have become as as a as a group, human beings have become so intelligent that we have become a plague to life. We have become a plague to the life to, to the world that we live on. Everything that we do out here has some adverse effect on the planet. Other animals are not like that. You understand? Other animals, they live out here and, and, and everything they do is in sync with the natural equilibrium of the planet. You feel what I'm saying? We've already been fucking up the planet just in our conquest and doing the things that we do. And now we want to play. We couldn't just leave it at that. Now we want to now we want to question the biology of man and woman. Now we want to tamper with the biology of man and woman. 
Terrence Forrest Jr. said many women prefer destruction and dysfunction if the reality they desire does not bring them equality, the equality they want. Unfortunately, too many men support them. True. Harambe said most of the time you have to dumb yourself down to get bad chicks in black America. True. But going back to the animals and the statement that I was making before. What if all of the animals could think the way we think? You know what I mean? Like really truly think the way we think. What if every animal out here, every 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 organism out here could think on the level the way it could pontificate about its purpose? So much so that it could make the decision that I don't want my purpose to be this anymore. Do you realize how fast this planet would die the fuck off. If, 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 shit, I could just go to the fucking honeybee. If the honeybee decided all of a sudden, if the drone honeybee, the one that comes out here and, and lands on the flowers and pollinates the flowers, because bees have a hierarchy too. Bees have a hierarchy. Ants have a hierarchy. Amongst bees, the queen is at the top of the hierarchy. Amongst ants, the queen is at the top of the hierarchy. What if all of a sudden, honeybees just decided, you know what, I shouldn't have to do this shit. Yeah, I'm a drone, but I shouldn't be defined by that. Do, do they have some sort of social conditioning? Do honeybees have television shows that tell them that they should be a honeybee, and that's why they're a fucking drone honeybee? No. They do that shit because life has evolved into that, right? Life has evolved into that. What if all of a sudden the fucking honeybee just decided, I don't want to do this anymore. We all would die. We all would fucking die. What if, what if the lionesses in the African savanna, you have a pride of lions, right? You have a pride of lions, which is a uh, 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 polygamous sort of relationship, right? What if the lionesses all of a sudden, what if they could think like the way modern women think? And the lionesses were to say, you know what? I'm tired of going out and hunting while he lays on his ass, waiting for us to bring the food back. And they go around the other lionesses and they rally them and the lionesses become feminists and they say, we're not going to do this anymore. Do you know how fast the lions would die off? So you know why we haven't had this issue? Because our technology saves us. Do you understand that? Our technology saves us. The fact that we have homes that we can live in, the fact that we have running water, the fact that we have electricity, the fact that we can go to a hut and in that hut we can purchase ready-made food. That's the reason it hasn't truly affected us. That's why we haven't seen the effects of all of this silliness. 
Because I can tell you right now, all of that crap that you see all of these individuals talking about, if we had some post-apocalyptic issue, if the fucking structure of, of, of modern society in this country were to fall, God forbid. Every last person that believes in any of those goofy things that they debate all the time, they would be the first human beings to be gone. They would be the first ones to die off. They would be the first ones. Now, the funny thing about it is I'm not no, I'm not no PhD professor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a clinical psychologist. I'm not a uh, evolutionist. I'm none of that. But if I'm intelligent enough to see that shit, explain to me why the fuck these other individuals aren't. Explain to me, explain to me at what point did, in, did the students in a school determine the curriculum of the fucking school? Because nowadays you have students talking shit to the professors. The professors are saying, hey, this is the way it's supposed to be. And the students are saying, no, that's not the way it's supposed to be because I don't feel it should be that way. If the antelope in Africa could figure out a way to have a conversation, if the antelope were to say to the lions, now this is of course is behind my premise of the animals being able to talk and think the way we do. If the antelope were able to get the lions to come to the negotiating table and say, hey, you, need, you guys need to stop eating us because that's not fair. That's not fair. You guys need to stop eating us and stop attacking us because it's barbaric. That's some shit from back in the Middle Ages. We shouldn't be doing that. And the lions were stupid enough to listen to him. What kind of ripple effect would that have in the African savannah? Well, for one, the antelope would overpopulate, which would cause a domino effect. It would cause a chain reaction. This is why, see, we're intelligent enough to know this. This is why whenever an animal gets ready to get wiped out because of human beings running around hunting to many of them because we're not hunting for food we're hunting for fucking sport yet another one of our shining uh, 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 qualities right every time we hunt an animal damn near to extinction some scientists will come along and say hey you're about to fuck up the environment and they'll put that animal on the endangered species list. And it will, come, it will become a crime to hunt that animal. Why? Because they don't want that ha animal to die off. Because we don't know the effects that it will have on the, on, the, on the environment. We don't know. We don't know. 
it could cause a chain reaction that could ultimately be the downfall of the entire planet. You understand? It's the butterfly effect. You could have something killed off, some animal, some animal that you think is insignificant. And something that that animal does is a linchpin to the environment. And then you fuck around and propel the fucking uh, uh, planet into a fucking ice age or some goofy shit like that. But who gives a shit? Who gives a shit at the end of the day? Because at the end of the day, it's about women not liking their position in the hierarchy. And I don't give a fuck what you say. They don't want to be on equal footing with men. They actually want to be above men. They actually want to be above men. Don't let them fool you. Because the way they view it is they view it like, well, men have been at the top of the human hierarchy forever. It's our turn to be at the top. That's how, that, that's how they view it. You understand? And the reason why I know this is because they don't scream about equality no, in no arenas except the arenas of power. Where do they scream about equality? They scream about equality when it comes to getting paid a certain amount. They scream about equality when it comes to voting, even though they outnumber us. So if, 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 if all of the women decided to vote on something that we men didn't agree with, they would win every time because they fucking outnumber us, right? Lee Wilson, appreciate you. But you never see them, you, you never, how many times have you ever seen women complaining about the fact that there wasn't enough women janitors? Hmm? How many times have you seen women rallying and, 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 and complaining that there weren't enough steel worker women? There weren't enough women who work on oil rigs. There weren't enough women who were coal miners. When have you ever seen that? When have you ever seen that? You don't see it. They've even stooped so low as to use the Me Too movement as a way to appoint, to appoint themselves to positions in Congress. Literally. Literally. literally and this is what they do this is what they do to fool you this is what they do to trick you they give you movies where you'll see women doing jobs that are grunt work you feel me you you watch Game of Thrones you look at Arya Stark I'm not a lady I don't want to be a lady you look at Brienne of Tarth. I'm not a lady. I don't want to be a lady. She wanted to be a knight. Right? You look at other movies. You see women as mechanics. You see, you know, you go back and you look at Gone in 60 Seconds. 60 seconds. Angelina Jolie was a mechanic. And that's all she really wanted to do. Right? 
you look at some other movies, you'll see women that want to be construction workers, and that's all they want to do. You see women that want to be boxers, and that's all they want to do. Like, yo, you may have examples out here in the world of that. You may have one or two examples that are outliers of that. But naturally, that's not the way the world really is. That's not the way. They have to literally... Feminists have to literally preach at women to make them go into the STEM field. Because they don't naturally do it. They don't naturally do it. They don't. They have to really, they have to browbeat them to go into the STEM field. And part of the reason, and look, this is, this is not my opinion. This is not my opinion. There are actually studies on this. There are actually studies on this. There are studies that have shown that a lot of times women will not go into the field of mathematics and science because they found it to be too difficult. That's not my opinion. That's, that's studies that have shown that. You feel what I'm saying? That's studies that have shown that. Like real shit. And, and you know what they've done in the universities? Nobody wants to talk about this. You know what they've done in the universities? They've lowered the bar. Look, Constance comment T said, could you imagine women going and fighting wars solely women? I don't want to. Not saying there aren't women fighting in wars. I hope I'm welcome. I just listen. I like the subject. You're welcome. You're more than welcome. And I'm glad you said that because it 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 verifies the sentiment that I'm making. If you if look, if a woman had a choice to be a soldier and go off to war or work in an office pushing paperwork. She's going to pick working in that air-conditioned office every time. And, and you know what? I don't begrudge women for that. I don't. I don't. I don't. If you, if, if you want to do that, do that. You feel what I'm saying? But it, it's this narrative that it's... It just keeps being shoved down. Like, okay, this is what I think, in my personal opinion. I think there is a group of individuals who want that, right? More than the whole wants it. And what they do is they freaking browbeat and peer pressure women into thinking that they need to do this or they need to do that. That's what I honestly believe. They try to say, oh, well, it's our social construct that has pushed genders to be a certain way. No, this is not true. This is not true. And the reason we know it's not true is because you can sit back and you can look at, you can look at uh, children when they play. You can observe children when they pay, play, right? You can look at, you, you take a, you go to any... You, if you're, if you have children at a school, right? You have children, you have children that go to a school. Go to that school and watch the children on the playground. 
Watch the children on the playground. And what you'll notice is there are fundamental differences. Fundamental. Okay? You can even watch them before school. You can watch little kids as toddlers. And you will see fundamental differences. You'll see fundamental differences. Boys are more rambunctious. Boys will tear shit up because they like to impose environment. Girls are much more social. Girls are much more social. They will be, they will huddle together and, and do little things together. And, and the sad part is there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have these groups of individuals who they don't like the way the world is as far as the natural world, as far as what we biologically are inclined to do. They don't like that. And they want to change it. They want to force everyone to change it. And right now, if you do a study, if you do a study right now on women and how they operate in this day and age, the study will show you that women are the most unhappy than they've ever been in the history of the world. And the reason why, I know the reason why. The reason why is because there are women out here, there are some women out here, they don't want to be a CEO. They want to be a housewife. And I know that in this day and age, that's wrong to say. But there are some women out here that have no problem with the gender roles. There are some women out here that want a husband that's going to provide for them and protect them. You understand? There are some women out here that want to have children and raise a family. But because our society makes them feel wrong for that. You see what I'm saying? Our society makes them feel wrong for that and it makes men feel wrong for wanting to be men. That's what's going on right now. You feel me? That's what's going on. Because see, here's my thing. This is what I never understood. Okay, fine. If that's what you want for your life, more power to you. I support your right to do whatever you want as long as it doesn't infringe upon somebody else's rights. But the problem is everything that you do infringes on everyone else because you want everyone else to fucking live by what you live by. And it's not fair. It's not fair to the rest of us, to the rest of the world. I seen a post. They had a, you know, you know how they always have the gay pride parade or whatever. Um, I seen a post. They had a, they had a straight pride parade. And when they had the straight pride parade, there was some woman that was an entertainer. She, she had a shirt on that said, fuck your straight pride. And I was like, wow. And it's just confirmation. It's confirmation. It's confirmation. It's not about being pro-whatever. It's about being anti-traditionalism. Uh, 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 That's what it's about. It's about being anti-whatever came before you. That's what it's about. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, 
like I hold on, let me read this super chat. Found link twenty three twenty three said they want women in these STEM positions for symbolic reasons only. They never talk about how that benefits the economy. Yeah, and you know what else they never talk about? They never talk about performance. They never talk about performance. They never talk about performance. I want the mechanic who works on my car to be the best mechanic. I don't care what their gender is. I really don't. I really don't. But if that if that mechanic just happens to be a guy, so be it. So be it. I don't want to put a woman in that position just because we need it to be equal. I'm not going to do that. No one should be doing that. So basically what you're telling me is okay, let's say you have let's say you have 100 men that are awesome at being mechanics. And then you have a hundred women, but only 30 of them are awesome at being mechanics. So we're gonna make all 100 women be mechanics just because there are a hundred men who are awesome mechanics? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make logical fucking sense. It doesn't. And then we have these movies. We have these movies where they'll have some Mary Sue that'll come in a room and there'll be 10 buff guards. And she'll just run through them like doing some type of move or something she'll jump up and wrap her legs around him and then she'll flip this big ass man and she'll just defeat every man in there and then you have little girls that watch movies like that and then they think that they'll be able to do that right and then in addition to that you got the social pressure of them being pushed into things that have always been uh, uh, male-dominated spaces, like the military, for instance. So, what happens? What happens when we have a equal military? We have just as many men as women in the military, and then all of a sudden, a country tries to invade. You know, a country tries to invade this country. God forbid. And their country doesn't believe in that goofy shit, and all of their soldiers are men. Who do you think's gonna win that battle? Who do you think's gonna win that war? Hmm? Who do you think is gonna win that war? Well, it doesn't matter, you know, because who cares if, you know, the shit falls? We were, we had the moral high ground. We were equal. Like, I've, I've never in my life, I've never in my life seen something so, <sighs> Gemini said, just like the Dark Phoenix when the chick told the professor that the team should be called X-Women. 
Did they really say that? Did they really say that in that movie? You know something? I didn't even watch that movie. I didn't go see that movie. I didn't even go see that movie. I didn't even go see it. I didn't even go see it. And, and the reason why I didn't go see it is because I knew it would be some crap in there like that. That's why I didn't even go see it. I didn't even go see it. Appreciate that cash out. I didn't even go see it. I said, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Constance Comment T said, oh my God, I'm not saying that you're any age of my father, but you also do look like my father, younger version. And he says the exact same thing you are saying right now about these movies. Yeah, because these movies are horrible, man. These movies are horrible. This is where you see it the most. And see, this is what you got to realize. That's not a representation of the overall society. It's not, because I don't see that shit when I go out here. When I, when I go out here in the world, I see the traditional world. I do. I see the, tra if I went down, if I go down to any of these shops right now, if I go down to any of these shops to get my fucking oil changed, ain't no women changing oil. Every once in a while, I know like, I, I think I know like one female mechanic. You feel me? And the reason why she gets business is because she's a good mechanic. And I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. If she's able to do the job, cool. That's awesome. You feel me? But the percentage of women that are mechanics is low in the real world. See, we watch movies that come from Hollywood, but you got to realize California is one of the most liberal states in the in the country. Okay? So what you see represented in those movies, that is not a representation of our society as a whole. It it just isn't. It just isn't. Torian said, check your Discord message. This is what they're fighting for in schools nowadays. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's winding down. It's winding down. Trust and believe. It is winding down. It is winding down. It, this shit is... This shit is beyond ridiculous. This shit is beyond ridiculous. Real talk. This shit is beyond ridiculous. I, I don't even know how. <laughs> but that's all it basically is. That's all it is. Like, see, me, I'm the type of individual, like, whenever people start having these debates, J-Man 3, appreciate you, says salute. Whenever they start having these debates, 
the first thing I think is okay what is your what is your ultimate goal what are you trying to what's your agenda what are you trying to get because everything is personally motivated everything everything is personally motivated so when, when I when I when I start to think about that it lets me know what it really is and I'm telling you right now like this this push for equality it has nothing to do with anything except the fact that women do not like their position in the hierarchy they don't they don't and they want that to change but they've never even considered the fact that maybe that position is there for a reason maybe there's a maybe there's a purpose for that position everybody can't be like equal means the same that's what equal means equal means for the most part it means the same or the equivalent of right you can't have you can't have it be equal in a world where everything is so drastically different like things are so different it, it's going to be extremely difficult to have everything be equal Silverman said, equal opportunity I can get behind, but equal outcome? Well, everybody's for equal opportunity. Everybody advocates for equal opportunity. That's awesome. Equal opportunity is awesome. An even playing field is awesome. But equal outcome is impossible. Equal outcome, that's, look, if if I were to get into a a sprint race with Hussein Bolt, you can give me the same sneakers he has. You can give me the same uniform he has. You can have us take off running at the same time. You you can even we even both have the ability to. You can even give us both the same trainer, right? Have us both train the same amount of time. Have us both eat the same diet, right? So the opportunity is equal, but the outcome will not be equal. He's going to outperform me. That's the reason why the outcome can't be equal, because some people outperform other people. It's just the reality of it. Some people outperform other people. There are certain things that men are going to outperform women on because they have a natural affinity to do so. They have a natural ability to do so, right? There are some things that women are going to outperform men on because they have a natural ability to do so. That is equality because it's balance. That's equality. Equality does not mean we're able to do the same things. Equality means that there are trade-offs. There's some things that I'm going to be better at 
than you. There's some things that you're going to be better at than me. So because of that, it balances itself out. But see, this whole argument of equality is not about equality in the sense that we think. It's about power. It's about power and who has the power. That's all it's about. It's about power. Who has it? Who allocates it? Who benefits from it? That's all it's about. That's all it's ever been about. It's about power. Plain and fucking simple. That's all it's about. And anybody that tries to say different is being intellectually dishonest. Or intellectually, they're being disingenuous. That's all it's really about is power. That's where the argument begins and ends. It's about power. Right? Because I've never seen, I've never seen a panel of feminists arguing that there weren't enough female plumbers. I've, <laughs> I've never seen that shit. I've never seen that shit. I've never seen a panel of feminists complaining that there weren't enough female garbage workers, sanitation workers. I've never seen that. Have you seen that? How many of you have seen that? Let's just be honest. I've never seen it. I'm still waiting to see it. Well, here's the thing. Equal outcome if equal outcome would be equal outcome would completely eliminate competition. Cuz there's no point. What's the point of what's what is the point of competition if you want equal opportunity and equal outcome like if you want equal opportunity and equal outcome then there's no point for equal opportunity because an opportunity is something that has to be seized and seizing an opportunity is the very core of competition so to, to even raise a statement where you say you want equal opportunity and equal outcome, that is an oxymoron. Those two cannot go together. Those two can't go together. If you just want equal outcome, then what you would have is you would have a, total, a totalitarian society that decides you have this and you have that. In other words, what you would do is you would have a society where you would have this utopian society where you, you, would, you would have to get rid of creativity completely. You would have to get rid of creativity completely. In other words, you ever see these futuristic movies where everybody has like, they don't wear clothes like we wear clothes that have designs on them and stuff. They just have a uniform, right? Have some sort of futuristic gray uniform like fancies like Star Trek The Next Generation. Imagine the Star Trek generation uniforms, but without the colors. No, no different colors, just all the same color. Okay? And, and you, everybody in the world, everybody in the society, they get a equal amount of those uniforms. And that's what you wear every day. You wear the same uniform, you wear the same clothes. Everybody is assigned a house. You live in that house. Each house has the same amount of rooms, right? 
you ha you have uh, 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 population control. In other words, you are not allowed to have except one or two children. And they figure out some kind of way to determine the gender. So you're only allowed to have one boy and one girl. And you don't work for a living. They give you, they allocate, forget money, they allocate food. You understand? That's the only way that you can get equality of outcome. The only way you can get equality of outcome is you would literally have to have a totalitarian society where the hierarchy, but you still, see, you still end up with hierarchy. See, that's the funny thing about it. You will still end up with a hierarchy because somebody will have to allocate all of that shit, right? Somebody would have to regulate all of that shit. So you still end up with a hierarchical society. See, the, the entire premise, the entire argument of equality of outcome is a bullshit argument. It's a bullshit argument. The only thing that you can aspire to is equality of opportunity. That's the only thing. That's the only thing you can aspire to. Because you cannot determine outcome. You can't. You can't. Life, it's, human beings are too creative for that. You understand? Human beings are too creative, too ambitious, too tenacious, too rebellious. Do you understand? No. No, 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 no. You cannot, and, and me being an artist, I am vehemently against any sort of concept like that. I'm about competition, but I'm about competition because I'm willing to compete. You have individuals out here who are not willing to compete. They want everything handed to them on a silver platter. This is how a lot of those individuals get power. They don't seize it. They have it handed to them. They whine and complain until people who have actual power says, here, here's some power so you can shut up. That's what that is. That's what that is. It's. This is why certain individuals were never meant to be in charge of anything. And you know what I mean? This is why certain individuals never came to power as a group. This is why. Because the way they go about it and, and the ideology that they live by is, is, is going to blow up in their face like a like a acme uh, uh, like like a acme dynamite kit because the only reason the structure is still in place is because of hierarchy the only reason that our society is in place is because there are people in power who are operating the way they're supposed to be operating that's the only reason that's the only reason that's the only reason that the structure remains because we have checks and balances. We have a reward and punishment system. This is the only reason that, that, that our society is still functioning the way it's functioning. That's real shit.
that is why I need to move. Man, some people just don't care. They don't care. That's an older woman too. That's an older woman too, like 50s. But see, here's the thing, uh, LXRD, it wasn't like that when I first got here. It wasn't like that when I first got here. And see, you know what? Let me go into that real quick. Let me go into that real quick. This is why I don't... When I hear brothers, like a lot of guys that be on Obsidian's panels and stuff, and they, they start running down a list of why they won't live in the hood or things like that, I, I don't begrudge them that. I don't get upset because they say that because I know why they say that shit. I know why they say that shit. Now, if I could find a neighborhood with nothing but black people, but they all were you know, respectful and civilized shit, that's awesome. But that's not the case. That's not the case. Anytime you're in a neighborhood where there's, you know, a bunch of black folks around, you got that type of goofy shit going on. Which is ultimately what makes which is ultimately what makes those of us that are intelligent, those of us that, you know, can command a higher salary, that, that's what makes us do that. That's what makes us bounce. That's what makes us go somewhere else. You feel me? Because we, we don't want it. It's not that we, it's not that we don't like our own people. It's that we don't like the behavior of some of them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, listen. And she got a bonnet on her head. Yeah. It's about that time. It's about that time. About that time, you can't sit outside and enjoy nature for too damn long. 
before some ignorant strag comes out of the woodwork with some goofy shit. You guys stay right there. I'll be right back. Just motivation for me to find a bigger spot. That's all it is. Motivation. Now, of course, as soon as I go and grab my stuff to come inside, then they leave. Damn, it's chilly. Where's my room? Chilly. Motherfucking robe, nigga. Turn this damn AC back. So, okay, let's go into that for a second. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure you all could hear that. How many of y'all could hear that? Could y'all hear her? Could y'all hear her? That woman had to be in her 50s. Had to be. Woman had to be in her 50s. Out there with a bonnet on her damn head. Now, apparently, they were getting groceries out of the freaking trunk of the car. And she's out there, the, the son is out there helping her with the groceries. 
And she's just out there yelling at him. I don't know what she was yelling. But I, I couldn't make it out either. But <laughs> this is the jacked up part. See, here's the thing. I want you, I want you guys to understand this. I want you guys to understand this. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple of things and it's gonna sound really offensive. It's gonna sound really offensive. It's gonna sound really it's gonna sound borderline coonish. But I gotta say it. I got to say it. Black people who have enough money to change zip codes, most of the time they change zip codes because they don't want to deal with that type of shit. Like real shit. What do y'all notice? When, when I'm out... When I'm out there on the balcony talking to you guys, what do y'all notice when I'm on the balcony? Haven't you noticed when I'm on the balcony, I'm very soft-spoken. I'm not screaming. I'm not yelling. I'm not doing any of that shit while I'm sitting out there on the balcony. You notice that? Now, when I first came over here, that element wasn't out here. It wasn't. And the moment that I saw that element, I immediately felt some type of way. Because the first thing that came to my mind is like, I paid too much money in rent to be dealing with that goofiness. Now, most of you will say, now if I say, okay, I want to move to a different zip code or I wanna to move to a different area. Now, we all know, if you move to a more, if you move to a more upscale area, it's probably gonna be mostly white folks there. And I know the first thing you guys are gonna say, but white people do it too. Yes, they do. But the ones that do that, they don't live in upscale areas. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. The, 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 the white people that behave like that, they don't live in upscale areas. They don't. They don't. Like real shit. And, and the reason why is because When white communities are more upscale like that, they don't allow a certain element in their communities. Now, most of y'all will limit that to, oh, they don't want black people out there. That may or may not be true depending on what neighborhood it is. But I tell you what they don't, don't think they limit that to you. That's not limited to you. That's not limited to just black people. Because they don't want trailer trash there either. Black9251 said, I left the gym one day and heard a black mom tell her five-year-old son, shut the hell up, real talk. She was loud. <laughs> like, that's just real shit, man. 
That's just real shit. And me personally, I'm 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 I've gotten kind of tired of the apartment life anyway. It's time for me to get a house. Cause I would love to be able, I would love to be able to sit in my backyard, in my fenced-in backyard, and do live streams. You feel me? And not have to hear nobody screaming or yelling or, or hear cars zipping through the parking lot and all of that goofy shit. You feel me? Real shit. I, I, I talk about I talk about the hood like I talk about New York or I talk about certain places. Awesome place to visit. But not to live there. That's real shit. Archer says, Angry Man, how does the housing market in your area look? The housing market here is awesome. Because anything that you get, the, the value is only going to go up. Anything that you get, the value is only going to go up. Now, as far as like, if you really want something really nice, like really nice, you're going to pay upwards of uh, 300, 300 grand if you want something really nice. If, if you're spending like, say, 120,000, 130,000, you, you're going to get a townhouse. You're going to get something that may, you're going to get something that's comparable to an apartment. You feel me? It may be a little bit bigger than an apartment, but it's pretty much going to be like uh it's pretty much going to be like an apartment. But if you want something really nice, like if you want something that's going to have like if you want something that's going to be like two floors of a solid house, like a big house um where you have a living room Dining area, kitchen, uh, maybe a study on the first floor. And then you got the upstairs where you got two or three bedrooms. Um, let's see, uh, 300K, that's cheap. In Minnesota, 200K will get you a townhouse. Well, it may be, it may be a little more expensive in Minnesota. I've never been to Minnesota. I've never been to Minnesota, but the houses that I like, the ones that I've looked at that I like, that are like, uh, I'd say, um, the ones that I've looked at that I like, I like the ones that are three floors. So you've got the, you've got the ground floor and on the ground floor, you've got a dining room, you've got a kitchen with a kitchen nook. You've got a uh, living room, possibly a study or an office on the first floor with a foyer. Then you have the upstairs where you have probably about three or four bedrooms. Then you have a basement that's a finished basement. The houses like that out here are like, like 500 grand. Houses like that are 500 grand. 
You feel what I'm saying? So those houses are like 500 grand. Those, those are the ones that I like because they have enough room for everything I'm trying to do. So... As far as the, I'll tell you the truth, out here, as far as the housing market, the housing market is not super expensive. Out here, the renter's market is super expensive. Out here, what you pay in rent is, 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 it's not super expensive, but it's more expensive than just getting a mortgage. Like, what I pay in rent right now is a mortgage. You feel me? If that makes sense. Yeah, cats, that, that's pretty much how it works. Like, if you if you were to find, like, a really nice house out here, um, whatever you pay for rent for that house is, you know, it's double what you would pay on the mortgage. The mortgage would be half of that for that, for that same house. That's, that's the goofiness that goes. And see, like, right now, there's one, there's one apartment, um... There's one apartment complex that I really like, and I would rent an apartment from them, but the problem is it's not big enough. It's, it's not enough space. It's not enough space. Like, that particular apartment, if, like, that shit is nice. That shit is nice. If, if it was more space, that's where I would... That's why I would rent because there I wouldn't have to worry about uh, that type of shit. I know that for a fact because of the price point of the rent. I wouldn't have to deal with that goofy shit. I wouldn't have to deal with that because they wouldn't be able to come up with that money to rent there. You feel me? Oh, yeah, the landlords, they definitely trying to capitalize. They definitely trying to capitalize, which is the main reason why, which is one reason why I'm, I'm trying, I want to get into the real estate market out here because that's, that's, that's a definite solid income. You feel me? That's a definite solid income out here. But anyway, man, let me get up out of here. I got some work to do um i got some work to do i'm gonna give you guys an angry man show later on today so definitely tune in for that um i'm noticing every day we're getting more and more patrons become a patron become a patron become a patron you feel me go to patreon.com forward slash the angry man and definitely become a patron um, friend me on Facebook at Angry Man Channel. Follow me 
on Instagram at Angry Man Channel. Follow me on Twitter at Angry Man Channel. Shoot me an email at asktheangryman at gmail.com. I will holler at you guys.